Hi everyone, welcome back to Lorena's Diary with me, Lorena Royal. In today's episode, we're going to continue with the episode about weakness and we'll be focusing in into embracing vulnerability and how we can overcome this kind of shame and self-judgment caused by this weakness. So, you know, the concept of vulnerability and its connection to weakness is often misunderstood. Vulnerability refers to the state of being open, emotionally exposed, or susceptible to harm or pain. It involves allowing oneself to be seen, heard, and understood. Even in the face of uncertainty or potential judgment. On the other hand, weakness is commonly associated with a lack of strength or power, often viewed as a negative quality. While vulnerability and weakness are distinct concepts, they can intersect in societal societal perceptions and expectations. Society sometimes equates vulnerability with weaknesses, perceiving it as a flaw or a sign of incompetence. This association arises from cultural norms that prioritize strength and self self-sufficiency and invulnerability and desirable traits. Consequently, individuals might feel pressure to hide their vulnerabilities, fearing that exposing them will lead to being perceived as weak or inadequate. However, it's essential to recognize that vulnerability and weaknesses are not synonyms. Vulnerability can actually be a source of strength and courage. When we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we open the door to genuine connections, empathy, and personal growth. It requires self-awareness, authenticity, and willingness to embrace our imperfections. Embracing vulnerability can foster deeper relationships, intense emotional well-being and contribute to personal development. It allows people to be more honest with themselves and others, creating an environment where trust and understanding can flourish. Vulnerability can also be a catalyst for resilience as it involves acknowledging challenges and seeking support, rather than pretending to be strong at all times. Moreover, vulnerability requires a certain level of self-acceptance and self-compassion. It is an acknowledgement that we are human beings with a range of emotions and experiences. You know, recognizing and embracing vulnerability can empower individuals to navigate life's difficulties with grace and authenticity. It is important to challenge the notion that Vulnerability equates to weaknesses. By reframing 
vulnerability as a strength and valuating the courage it takes to be vulnerable, we can foster a more compassionate and understanding society that valuates authenticity, empathy and personal growth. And you know, embracing vulnerability can be a powerful and transformative experience. Here are some ways in which embracing vulnerability can lead to personal growth, connection and strength. All of this was taken from internet, okay? So I'm not a psychologist, okay? So I read everything from internet. I don't know if I'm wrong with this, okay? So the first one will be authenticity. And, you know, embracing vulnerability allows people to show up as their authentic selves when we let go of the need to appear perfect or invulnerable, we create a space for genuine self-expression. This authenticity attracts people who appreciate us for who we truly are, leading to deeper and more meaningful connections in both personal and professional relationships. Then the second one is emotional resilience. Resilience. Vulnerability, you know, often requires facing and embracing our emotions, even the difficult ones. By allowing ourselves to fully experience and process emotions, we develop emotional resilience. Acknowledging and expressing our vulnerabilities can help us develop healthy coping mechanisms and build the capacity to bounce back from setbacks or challenges with greatest strengths and adaptability. The third one is a trust and connection. Vulnerability is the foundation of trust and meaningful connections. When we open up and share our thoughts, feelings, and experiences, it creates a safe space for others uh, to do the same. By demonstrating vulnerability, we invite others to connect with us on a deeper level, fostering empathy, understanding, and strong bonds. And as I said in the other episode, don't you think that you feel closer when you, when other person is just like telling you? something that is going on with them, like maybe they have a problem or something that they're sharing that is not something that will be saying to anyone. It's like it makes this sense of being closer and feeling that the other person trusts you, you know, in somehow. Then the fourth one, it will be personal growth and learning. Embracing vulnerability means being willing to step outside of our comfort zones and take risks. It involves acknowledging our limitations and areas for growth. By embracing vulnerability, we open up ourselves up to new experiences, perspectives, and opportunities for learning and personal development. It allows us to expand our horizons, challenge our beliefs, and discover new strengths within ourselves. The five, the fifth one, five one, whatever, is the empathy and compassion. When we embrace our own vulnerability, it becomes easier to empathize with others who are going through similar experiences. 
It enables us to approach others with compassion and understanding as we recognize the vulnerability is a shared human experience. And you know, by extending empathy to others, we contribute to a more supportive and inclusive community. Then the last one is self-acceptance and self-love. And, you know, embracing vulnerability involves accepting ourselves fully, including our perceived weaknesses or flaws. It allows us to cultivate self-compassion and self-love, recognizing that our vulnerabilities do not define our worth. By embracing vulnerability, we learn to be kinder and more accepting of ourselves, fostering a stronger sense of self-esteem and inner strength. In summary, embracing vulnerability is a powerful act that can lead to personal growth, deeper connections, and inner strength. It involves showing up authentically, cultivating emotional resilience, building trust and meaningful relationships, fostering empathy and compassion, and embracing self-acceptance. By embracing vulnerability, we tap into our true strength and unlock our fullest potential as individuals. You know, vulnerability plays a vital role in personal growth and genuine, establishing genuine connections with others. You know, here are some insights on how vulnerability can lead to personal growth and connection. Again, I take all of this from internet and uniting some words and all of this, but you know, I don't know if I will be wrong, okay? <laughs> okay, so the first one is self-reflection and awareness. Embracing vulnerability requires an honest examination of on oneself and by acknowledging our vulnerabilities, insecurities and areas for improvement, we develop self-awareness. This self-reflection allows us to gain deeper understanding of our relationships, our emotions, motivations and values, which in turn promotes personal growth and a stronger sense of self. The second one is overcoming fears and taking risks. Vulnerability often involves stepping outside of our comfort zones and taking risks. It requires facing our fears, whether they are related to expressing our true selves, pursuing new opportunities or engaging in difficult conversations. By embracing vulnerability, we learn to navigate discomfort and build resilience, which fuels personal growth and fosters a willingness to embrace new challenges. Then we learn from mistakes and failures. Vulnerability means acknowledging that we are not perfect and that mistakes and failures are a natural part of life. By embracing vulnerability, we develop a growth mindset that allows us to view setbacks as learning opportunities. And it enables us to approach challenges with curiosity, learn from our experiences and adapt our behaviors and strategies ultimately leading to personal growth. Then building trust and intimacy, you know, 
Vulnerability is the cornerstone of building trust and intimacy in relationships because, you know, this is due that when we open up and share our authentic self, including our fears, insecurity, past traumas, etc., it creates a space for others to do the same. And, you know, this mutual vulnerability fosters a deep level of trust and connection as it signals a willingness to be seen and accepted for who we truly are, you know, then this can lead also to empathy and connection with others. And, you know, basically embracing vulnerability enables us to empathize with others who are going through similar experiences. When, when we share our vulnerabilities, it creates a sense of shared humanity and common ground. It allows us to connect with others on a deeper emotional level, fostering understanding, compassion, and a sense of belonging. The last part is emotional growth and resilience. And, you know, it involves embracing and expressing our emotions authentically. By allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, we develop emotional intelligence and resilience. This causes that we become more attuned to our own emotions and better equipped to navigate and regulate them. Okay, so as I was saying before, I got that little introduction. Sorry. Okay, so by allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, we develop emotional intelligence and resilience. This makes us become more attuned to our own emotions and better equipped to navigate and regulate them. And you know, this in addition makes uh, an emotional growth that supports personal development and strengths or ability to connect with others on an emotional level. Okay, so in summary, vulnerability paves the way for personal growth and connection by fostering self-reflection, overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, building trust and intimacy, nurturing empathy and promoting emotional growth and resilience. By embracing vulnerability, we create opportunities for personal transformation and establish deeper, more meaningful connections with others. And, you know, the internal struggle with weakness, self-judgment and shame can be deeply challenging and impact an individual's well-being. You know, here's a discussion on these interconnected issues. You know, weakness for usually um, is associated with society. That this often associates with weakness, with negative connotations, with which can lead individuals to view their vulnerabilities or limitations as personal failings. These perceptions of weaknesses can create an internal struggle, as individuals might feel pressure to appear strong, capable, and invulnerable. The fear of being perceived as weak can lead to self-criticism and a reluctance to seek help or support. Then when we, when faced with vulnerabilities or perceived weaknesses, individuals often engage in self-judgment. They might be overly critical of themselves, blaming themselves for 
their shortcomings or struggles. These subjudgments can be fueled by societal expectations or internalized beliefs about personal worth. It can erode self-esteem, perpetuate negative self-talks, and heighten their personal growth and self-acceptance. Then we also have shame that often arises from, from the belief that vulnerabilities and weaknesses makes individual fundamentally flaw, fluid or unworth it. You know, it's a, it is a powerful and painful emotion that thrives in silence and isolations. And when people experience shame, they might withdraw hide their vulnerabilities and resist seeking help or support. Shame can be deepen the internal struggle, reinforcing self-judgment and preventing individuals from embracing their authentic selves. You know, to address these internal struggles, it is essential to cultivate to cultivate self-compassion and develop strategies for self-acceptance. Once more this information was taken from the internet, okay? I'm not a therapist, okay? So maybe I'm wrong. Okay, so the first thing is like basically developing mindfulness. This helps individuals serve their thoughts, emotions, and self-judgment without attachment or judgment. You know, mindfulness encourages a compassionate and unjudgmental perspective. Allowing individuals to acknowledge their vulnerabilities without harsh self-criticism. Then we can also practice self-compassion. This one involves treating oneself with kindness and understanding as one would treat a friend in need. It involves acknowledging that vulnerabilities and weaknesses are a natural part of being a human and responding to oneself with empathy and support. It is important also to recognize that societal expectations and cultural influences can shape our perceptions of weaknesses. Challenging these beliefs and reframing them can help individuals embrace a more compassionate and realistic view of themselves and others. Then we can also share vulnerabilities with trusted individuals such as friends, family or mental health professionals can provide validation, understanding, and guidance. Building a support network that accepts and supports vulnerability helps counteract shame and self-judgment. Then also by recognizing that nobody's perfect and that growth comes from acknowledging and working through, uh, through weaknesses is crucial. Embracing imperfection allows individuals to release the pressure to be flawless and instead focus on personal growth and self-acceptance. You know, by developing self-compassion, challenging internalized beliefs, seeking support and embracing imperfection, we can navigate the internal struggles with weaknesses, self-judgment and shame. It is a process that requires Patience, self-reflection, and a commitment to cultivating a positive and compassionate relationship with oneself. You know, 
Cultivating self compassion and self acceptance is a journey that involves nurturing a kind of understanding relationship with oneself. You know, here are some strategies to help foster self compassion and self acceptance. You know, basically, it's, uh, practicing mindful self awareness, as you know, this will help us develop an awareness of our thoughts, emotions, and self-talk. You know, notice when self-judgment arises and gently redirect your focus towards self-compassionate thoughts. You know, this mindfulness allows you to observe your experiences without judgment and with a compassionate perspective. Then treat yourself with the same kindness and care you would extend to a loved one. You know, it just maybe like, okay, let's say that, you know, you imagine that you're with your friend. You are with a friend that you really love or imagine that you have a friend that you trust. Okay, so how would you give advice? It's like, give them advice and use that advice on you. If you don't have, you don't have an idea on how you could help yourself into something. Maybe it's useful and you can, you can just this type of thing in multiple ways so you know just put it into the one that is up to you just and you know your situation and whatever you want to learn you know basically practice self-shooting and comforting techniques techniques such as positive self-talk affirmation or even engaging in activities that bring you joy and relaxation i don't know Something that you enjoy, maybe in sport or just like having a nap, maybe. Who knows? Then we must challenge the negative self and, excuse me, the challenge, challenge the negative and self-critical thoughts that arise. We can question the validity and fairness of these thoughts and consciously choose to replace them with more compassionate and realistic statements, counteract self-judgment with self-encouragement and affirmations of self-worth that is up to you, you know. Acknowledge that, you know, acknowledge and accept that making mistakes and experiences says Backs is normal part of life, and everyone goes through that. You know, try to cultivate self forgiveness by recognizing that everyone makes mistakes, and that growth comes from learning and evolving. You know, just treat yourself with compassion and understanding, letting go of self blame and guilt. This may be slightly bit, you know, difficult to do sometimes, but. You know, it's really important from my point of view. It's really, really important. Really important. And it's something that we must do to grow sometimes. Specifically if you're someone that is a little bit insecure in some aspects. More than average, I would say. And you know, in addition, we can embrace the idea that perfection is un unattainable. And that... Imperfections are what make you unique and human. You must or you can celebrate your strengths and accomplishments while accepting your limitations and areas for growth. 
embrace a growth mindset that focuses on progress rather than perfection. Because perfection is really subjective. And, you know, maybe for me, being perfect means to have everything tidy and have everything tan and school. And maybe for you, means just have, like, no routine and maybe just, like, grabbing your coffee and wake up yourself at the time that you want or maybe just, like, having some fun with your friends. Who knows? Who knows? It can be different for anyone. And it cannot be collective. Never. Never. It will be always one person that will say, this is not perfect for me. So you must think about that. Then also try to reach out to trusted friends, family or professional who can provide support and guidance. By sharing your struggles and vulnerability with empathetic individuals fosters connections, validation and a sense of belonging. You know, surround yourself with people who accept and appreciate you for who you are and know what you are. And, you know, by that I mean that maybe if you have something that, I don't know, let's say that you're rich. It's like the example that comes to my mind right now. Let's say that you're rich. Okay, so surround yourself with people that don't want you because you are rich. They want you because you're a good person or something. People that evaluate you because of who you are and not what you are. I don't know if uh, it makes sense. I know. Then try to prioritize self-care activities that nourish your physical, emotional and mental well-being. Engage in activities that bring you joy, joy uh, relaxation and that make you feel good, basically. Taking care of yourself sends a message of self-compassion and self-acceptance. And it is crucial for us because also we need time with ourselves. Like maybe if it is just having like a, a bath, little bath that is like warm. Now in summer, maybe it's not the best idea. But you know, let's say that it's winter and it was really cold day with a hard day. The only thing that you want to do is having a bath warm bath maybe with your bubbles or or whatever thing just grabbing like a cup of coffee in silence you know those type of things it's like things that you enjoy and make you you know feel good basically and then regularly practice gratitude by acknowledging and appreciating the positive aspects of yourself and your life Try to focus on your strengths, achievements, and the things that you are grateful for. Gratitude helps shift your perspective towards self-acceptance and foster a positive mindset. It's something that I really tried, and it works, so I recommend this one to anyone. It's, you need, as always, you need persistence and consistence and whatever, because it's not going to be one day to another, okay? That's, you know. Just remember that cultivating self-compassion and self-acceptance takes time and patience. You know, just be gentle with yourself during this process and celebrate even the smallest steps towards creating self-kindness and self-acceptance. 
you know, reframing weaknesses as an opportunity for growth involves shifting your perspective and embracing a positive mindset. You know, here are some guidance on how to reframe weaknesses in this way. Also, taken by internet, okay? Don't judge me if this is wrong or something, okay? Okay, so view weaknesses as areas where you have to the potential to learn and improve. Embrace the mindset that weaknesses are not fixed traits, but rather opportunities for growth and development. By identifying weaknesses, you can create a roadmap for personal growth and take a step to address them. Adopt a growth mindset, which is the belief that your abilities and intelligence can be developed throughout efforts and learning. Embrace the idea that Challenges and weaknesses are not roadblocks, but rather seven stones to improvement. You know, emphasize the process and the process of growth rather than solely focusing on immediate outcomes. And, you know, instead of judging yourself heartless for your weaknesses, approach them with curiosity and, you know, try to ask yourself questions like, what can I learn from this? Or how can I improve in this area? By adopting this curious mindset, you can detach yourself from self-judgment and approach weaknesses as opportunities for exploration and growth. You know, break down your weaknesses into smaller, actionable goals. You know, self-set realistic targets for implement and create a plan to work on them. Taking consistent actions towards addressing your weaknesses allows you to actively engage in growth and progress. Then you can acknowledge or and celebrate the progress you make in addressing your weaknesses. No matter how small, recognize that growth takes time and effort. By focusing on your efforts and milestones along the way, you build confidence and motivation to continue your growth journey. You know, you can also reach to mentors, coaches, or trusted individuals who can provide guidance and feedback. You know, seeking support from others can offer valuable insights and perspective on how to address your weaknesses effectively. Constructive feedbacks help you gain clarity and refine your approach to growth. Understand that setbacks and challenges are a natural part of growth processes. Embrace resilience by viewing setbacks as opportunities to learn and adjust your strategies. Develop a mindset that sees, sees features or setbacks as valuable lessons to contribute to your overall growth. You know, while addressing weaknesses, remember to appreciate and liberate your strengths. Recognize that your strengths can support your growth journey and help you overcome challenges. Balances if, balancing the focus on weaknesses with the acknowledgement of strengths creates a well-rounded approach to personal development. By reframing weaknesses as an opportunity for growth, you can embrace a positive mindset and approach challenges with curiosity and resilience. Remember that growth is a continuous process and its weakness presents a chance to learn, develop, and become a stronger version of yourself.
Okay, so once again, I'm gonna leave this episode. I mean, not this episode, but I'm gonna leave this closed now. And I'm gonna do like a, another part because it will be too long if I can't. You know, just thank you for listening. And you know, we're done with this part. I really hope you enjoy it. You know, just remember to share this episode with everybody. You can follow me on my Twitter account, on the Twitter account of this podcast, Lorenz Diary, for more. You know, just have a gorgeous day. We'll see each other in the next part and in the future episodes. Thank you so much.